You are listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, a podcast for survivors of suicide loss. In this weekly podcast, you will learn more about your unique experiences and gain insights on your brain and how it processes grief and loss due to a loved one's suicide. While suicide grief comes in all shapes and sizes, Amy shows you that you still can have a life full of joy and fulfillment even though your loved one died. You don't have to just survive anymore. You can thrive. You are listening to the Survive to Thrive podcast by Amy Miller, episode 7, Choosing Your Heart. Hello, friends. How are you? So how are you doing today? I just want to share with you that this morning when my alarm went off, my eyes opened up and I did not want to get out of bed. I just felt like I just don't want to do life. Do you ever feel that way where you just don't want to face the realities of what the day is going to be? I just wanted to stay in my bed. I wanted to check out of everything. I didn't want to be a mom, be a spouse, be a business owner. I just didn't want to do any of it. I just want to take a vacation and just take a long extended break from life. Do you ever just feel that where you just want to do that? Oh, I can't be the only one. I imagine you're experience you've experienced that before that it's not just me but isn't it funny how some days you just feel like that you just don't want to do anything that your idea of a great day is just to lay there and stare at the ceiling at the blank wall at absolutely nothing and that just sounds amazing <laughs> it's so funny to me i just i think it's so funny but instead I got myself out of bed. I got myself ready. I got my girls ready to take to school. My youngest daughter, she had a field trip today planned, so she was super excited to go to that. And then I got my son ready and got him off to childcare. And here I am sitting in my office recording this podcast. And the topic that I decided to discuss today is what's been on my mind. And that's just that how life can just be hard, right? And how some days you just don't want to do it. You don't want to do life. And anyway, I'm here to tell you it's completely normal. I experience it. Even with all of the coaching I've received in my lifetime, I still have days where I just feel like I want to check out. So here we go. So I wanted to discuss this topic of choosing your heart because there's this quote that is out there circulating and it's called choose your heart. And I'm sure many of you have already seen it and have read it because it's been out there for a while. I'm not even sure who wrote this quote or even said it because everywhere I've seen it, there's not like a author that has been credited with saying this quote. So anyway, but I feel like I should just read it because the quote speaks for itself. So it goes like this. It says, marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Choose your heart. Obesity is hard. Being fit is hard. Choose your heart. Being in debt is hard. Being financially disciplined is hard. Choose your heart. Communication is hard. Not communicating is hard. Choose your heart. 
Life will never be easy. It will always be hard, but we can choose our hard, right? Or it says choose wisely. I've seen variations that say choose wisely or pick wisely at the end. But regardless, no matter the ending, I think the idea of the quote is the same that, you know, no matter what we're going to pick in our lives, there's going to be hard parts about it, right? There's just going to be tough things that are going to come up with it. And I think this is an idea that not many of us are taught when we grow up that when we choose certain things that there's going to be hardships with it. You know, I, as a kid, I was always taught that, Hey, if you, you know, grow up and you get good grades in school and you get good grades in college, and then you will be able to graduate and get a degree and you'll be able to get this awesome job and, you know, you'll be able to buy a nice house and have a nice car and all these things, you know, and you're taught all of those things, but you're not necessarily taught about all the hardships that are going to come with achieving all of that, that there's going to be hard parts to it, right? And then there's going to be hard parts to even getting there in the first place. We don't really emphasize so much with that. I mean, there is this kind of assumed idea that you know, it takes hard work, you know, to get to goals, but I don't think it's really quite explained like the intensity of the hardships that you might have to go through in order to achieve an outcome. So I wanted to bring up this example that the quote brings up, and that's the example of choosing marriage being hard or choosing divorce, right? You know, in when we choose marriage, there's going to be some hard things that are going to come with that. Like you're going to have to deal with things that you may not have dealt with before. You're going to have disagreements and arguments arguments and differences of opinions, right? There's going to be things that are going to come up. Maybe you're going to have to figure out parenting, right? Together. And one isn't going to agree on what the other person feels strongly about, right? There's going to just be things that are going to come up in marriage and it's going to make it a challenge, right? But in divorce, there's also going to be challenges that are going to come up. Like when you decide you're going to get a divorce, you're going to have to pay money to an attorney and the attorney is going to have to help you try to decide on the division of assets and decide on who gets what child, what day and when and how much, right? There's going to be a lot of decisions that are going to be challenging to do. And with everyone that I know that have gone through a divorce, it never is an outcome that they pictured, right? They might have an idea on what that will look like, but it always ends up not being exactly what they pictured, So there's challenges with that, right? So there's challenges with being married and there's challenges with being divorced. There's also challenges with choosing obesity and choosing being fit, right? With obesity, you know, there's going to be challenges with your energy and the ability to do things that you enjoy doing. And it's there's going to be hardships with obesity, but there's also going to be hardships with choosing fitness, right? Like you have to be disciplined. You have to make time to get your exercise in. You have to 
be more mindful about what you're eating, right? So there's challenges with both of them. They're, they're both going to be hard no matter what you choose. So you might be asking yourself, then why do I choose what I choose or why, you know, how do I know what to choose in the first place, right? And I think it really comes down to is choosing an outcome, choosing what it is you really want, like really understanding what your desire is and what you really want and choose that. And once you have made that decision, okay, I think as long as you understand that there's going to be hardships that are going to come to surface, then it helps you to brace yourself for that, but to also be more accepting of what that hardship is, right? Because I think a lot of times we don't get that or we don't understand that, that there's going to be hardships when we're trying to meet a goal or achieve something in life. <clears throat> I'll share a personal story. So I am a runner. I like to train for marathons and, and I look back. So my first, uh, half marathon I ever did was back in 2009 and I had never done that before. I was a spin cycle teacher at the gym and a friend came up to me and asked me if I had ever considered training for a half marathon. And to be honest at that time, I didn't ever really consider it, but I was definitely open to it. So she asked me if I would train with her and I considered myself a pretty healthy fit person at the time because I was exercising regularly. I was going to the gym regularly. I was teaching classes. I was eating, you know, nutritious foods and hydrating and doing things that were healthy for my body. But I was introducing something to myself that was new, something that was different. And when I first tried to run, I realized it was a challenge. Like it felt really hard, really hard to do. And I'm talking when I was just trying to run my first mile and it took some time to really build up to that. I started with just doing a small stretch, right? I picked up my legs and I just did a small stretch and a slow jog. And then I would walk for a little bit and then I would do it again you know, and then I'd walk for a little bit. And for me, it was almost a shock in a way that it was as challenging as that was because I was used to exercising already. And I felt like I should have been, it should have been easier because I felt like I was already in shape, but I was doing something different to my body that my body had never experienced before. So it took some time Okay. It took some pain. It took some stretching. It took some growth. It took some discomfort. Okay. And so eventually I was able to overcome running that first mile and I was able to push that mile to two miles, two miles to three, three miles to four, five, eight, 10, 12, 13.1 miles to run that half marathon. And I finished it without stopping. And I remember along that race as I was running, there was these signs that were along the side and the race I ran was called the London's run and it was to benefit cancer. And the photos that I saw along this race were a young girl who was going through cancer treatments and 
I saw these motivational quotes that said, running is hard, right? But cancer is harder. And I just thought, wow, you know, like that's such a lesson for me that no matter what we experience in life, right? There's going to always be, even when it feels hard, there's always going to be somebody else that's going through something harder, right? So anyways, that was kind of a small tangent I went on, but my point is, is that when we um, are choosing to do something that we're not used to doing, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be hard parts and that's part of the growth process, right? And I think it's so important for us to understand that things are 50-50, okay? That, you know, that while there's going to be hardships, there's also going to be positive emotions with it as well. So like, for example, with marriage, right? As you're going through the experience of it, you're going to you're going to find parts about it that's going to be super challenging, right? Like dealing with habits and dealing with things that you just don't like. But you're also going to experience partnership and you're going to experience um, some lessons in commitment, right? You're going to experience some real positive things. So there's going to be 50-50. There's going to be Half of it is going to be hard. Half of it is going to be joyous and rewarding. Okay. Just like the race, you know, there's going to be a lot of hardships, me training for this full marathon. I run it in February and right now the process has been pretty grueling in some, some days, some days I have more energy than others. And there's some days I get up and I go for that run and I just don't, I'm not feeling it. Right. But I know because I have experienced running full marathons before what that payoff looks like, right? That payoff is rewarding. I feel so much fulfillment, some, a feeling of, you know, conquering something that's, that I didn't know that my body could do. I didn't know that my body was capable of running 26.2 miles, yet I was able to accomplish that. So the, the fulfilling accomplishment of doing a really hard thing and achieving that goal is just so fulfilling. So there's a payoff in when we do our hard, hard things, right? So I think it's important for us to know that life is going to be hard. Things in life are just going to be 50-50. And there's going to be days when you're going to wake up and you just aren't going to want to do it. You're not going to want to deal with it. And you can just push yourself through it and carry on and continue because you know what? When we decide to do something, when we decide to get up and get our kids to school and go to work, we will feel better. It's the truth. It's the absolute truth. Have you ever gone to the gym after not feeling great and you just don't feel like you want to go? Like you feel like you're low energy that day. And then you go and you get your exercise in and you feel so much better. It's, it's the same in a lot of things. It's, it's the same. Like if you're not feeling like you want to, you know, put the work and the effort in to a relationship that you have, but you just do it anyway. And you're going to feel better afterwards, right? Because you're putting yourself closer to a result that you want, like maybe a strengthened relationship. 
Okay. So I just want to offer to you that life can be hard. Life is 50 50 and that's okay. That's just part of being human. And it's okay to have all of that going on. And you're going to have thoughts about it. You're going to have feelings about it. But I promise you that once you realize that going through things, going through great things is going to be just hard, that you'll be willing to accept it more. And it won't feel as hard because you understand that it just comes with it. And I share that with you today with hopes that it will help you and encourage you just to keep going with whatever it is that you're doing. All right, friends, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends and write a review on iTunes. Also, check out survived-to-thrive.com for more information and to subscribe to get the podcast's latest episode, along with useful tips you can begin to use immediately to feel better, directly sent to your inbox. Thank you.